Family from the Heart podcast episode number 146. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. And welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. We're here each and every week to give you a little bit of the behind the scenes action of what's going on in the lives of the Ravenscraft household and of course the family that is behind all of this crazy stuff we do here at gspn.tv. And of course, today we have a very special episode, Stephanie. Who, what are, what's going on today? Um, today we have the great um, honor and opportunity to interview um, Candace Cameron Bure, who um, we all remember as playing DJ Tanner from Full House. Or if you don't, you should go look it up. And and it's um, in Wikipedia. It is. It was. Well, I'm watch the show is what I meant. Oh because yeah, go do that too. I loved watching. It's in reruns show. on ABC Family, isn't it? I believe it is. Yeah, um, loved watching the show when I was growing up. But um, now Candace is growing up, grown up, and has written a book called Reshaping It All, which has um, totally reshaped my life, for lack of a better term, and um, just well, there is no better word. It 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 is reshaped. And I am so excited to have the opportunity to do this interview. Thank you to um, Daryl and, and at Mardell and to Mardell, um, our sponsor, for, for making this happen. Yeah. And so rather than waiting, you guys wait around and hearing us talk and talk and talk, we're going to go straight into that interview right now. Okay, so we are on the line right now with Candace. Candace, welcome to the show. Thank you. We are so excited to have you here. Now, my wife, Stephanie, she found your book. How, Stephanie, how did you find out about her book? Okay, um, through Twitter, honestly. I found out about your book um, from, let's see, I think I started following you on Twitter after um, Deanna Daudry, who had uh, retweeted something that you had said, and I really loved it. So I started following you, and... It, it was the, the the messages started coming out about the book, and um, I just was intrigued by the idea of reshaping it all. Um, awesome! And so, I mean, that's how that's how it started for me in the in the book area was just that the idea I, that title I know had to have been given to you by God because just the idea of reshaping it all. Um, really, really caught my heart and and made me want to read this book. Well, the question we have for you, Candace, is when did you decide to write this book and why? Well, the book actually was um, was thought of a few years ago um, with my co-author Darlene Chat, and and it it really started because I I've been sharing my faith and my testimony all over the country for about seven years, but I would, the, the most asked question I would get from the women after they would see me speaking is that they couldn't believe I, I'd had three kids and that I look like I'm in better shape now than I was as a teenager. And so they have, everyone wanted to know what my secret was and, and how I managed to lose weight after kids and, and just be really fit and healthy. And at that time, I was also writing a column for uh, an e-zine called Christian Women Online, who 
my co-author was the editor of. And so we had very similar stories and, and, and perspective, which is the biblical perspective on weight loss and eating healthy. And so we just got together and went, I think we can really share our stories and what made a difference in our lives. So that's why we put the book together. Very good. Um, some, some people who are in the chat room were asking, do you have a plan for this to be an audiobook? Is there a plan yeah, for the audio? I, my publisher is here with me and we were discussing that and we, I think, yes, the answer is yes to that. Eventually it, we will have an audio version of it. Is that, awesome. is that something that you guys will farm out to somebody else or are you going to be one of the authors that will actually well, bless w- us with reading your own story? I would, will definitely read my own story. That's nice. awesome. Very cool. I, I, I like I like it when somebody, especially such as yourself, that is very upbeat and, and very energetic in the way that you speak. Unless like Meryl Streep wants to do it or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. My, now, my wife got started reading your book, and I, I, I recognized immediately the impact that it was having on her. And I know that this was this is a book that, that it seems to me that is written to women. Uh, but I have already gotten in, I think I'm right around chapter four, or no, chapter five. And it, this seems to be a book that, that could be carried out, not just for weight loss pr- principles, but for principles for everyday life and all aspects of our lives, but not just for women, but for men as well. Would you, would you agree with that? I absolutely would agree, and thanks for saying that. Um, a lot of the book is really based on having self-control, um, using moderation. It's about being very conscious of your decisions and placing value on the small decisions that you make in life. Uh, so yes, it doesn't have to just be about food. That can be in every aspect of your life or in your workplace. Um, and yeah, I, I, I hope that men won't be shy to read it. it. It is written in more of a, you know, towards women, I guess, in, because I am a woman. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I hope that men aren't shy to read it. No, and in fact, one of my one of my favorite quotes, uh, and and you can tell that it was kind of written towards women because I, I love this quote that you have in there. She's we were it was the chapter title breaking up with food. Is that the t- chapter title? But anyway, or the section was, and it says it's only food. It's not like you're going to prom together. <laughs> it was, right. It was a good one. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, I, I am. Um, I, I'm in all of your book, honestly. Um, not finished with it yet. Out of obedience to God, he is not letting me sit down and, and read it cover to cover um, in one setting. But um, I have to say that, Cliff, you were saying that it's not just about food, but, you know, dealing with so many other things. Um, I, I've lost 72 pounds in the last three years. And so I felt like going into reading the book that it was... Um, that I had a good, I had a good handle on my health. You know, I knew what I was doing, but I'm learning things from the way that you put them together in the book and, and the connections you make between our addictions to the food and, and the, the spiritual life and not being in right relationship with God. Um, and, and I don't think I'd ever looked at it that way before. And I'm finding that I am growing so much in well, that- my spirit more than in my um, relationship with food or breaking up with it. 
that, I mean, that's wonderful to hear. And, and that really is what, is what the book's about. It's not, you know, for the, those of who haven't read the book, it's, it's not a new diet plan. It's not just a, a new way of eating. Um, it really goes deeper and it, it cuts to the soul. And it's about putting God into the forefront of your relationship with food. I know so many of us can, can bring God into what we think is all aspects of our life or most aspects of our life. But I think because food is something that we have to have every day, it's not a choice. You need food to survive. We often don't think about putting God into that relationship that we have with food. And I think it's safe to say that most of us have a very specific relationship with food. Some and many, can, it can be an unhealthy relationship. And there's some people that have a you know, very healthy outlook on food. And, um, but those, those who struggle like I did, uh, I just didn't think that that was an area where God could really help me or that I really needed him to help me. And that's what I, you know, I hope what is shared in this book will, um, will really enlighten people that, that God truly does want to be in every aspect of our life and really does care about whether we choose an apple or a bag of potato chips. Now, Candace, you you uh, wrote in your book, you shared a very personal story about uh, a struggle with the eating disorder, bulimia, when you were age uh, 19. And you, you tell the story about how um, your, I guess it was your father that had discovered uh, that, that this was going on in your life and, and stuff like that. But you, you didn't really cover in the book how you broke free from that. Um, can you elaborate on whether or not you had to, if you went through any kind of therapy or or anything of that nature? Sure, I, I, I'm, I can. Um, I did not go through, through therapy. I'm, and I, um, I, it's my personality type also. I'm, a, I'm um, trying to figure out how to word this. I think that there are absolutely 100% situations where it is the best thing you can do is to go to therapy and get professional help and have an incredible support system around you to help you through that. Um, I had a support system within family and friends, but honestly, the humiliation of being caught for me was enough to stop me cold turkey. That was it for me. And that is, it, it is based upon my, who I am as a person um, and my personality. But I did talk about in the book later in the chapter that there was a, a relapse point when my my faith was very, very strong. And um, I didn't go into great detail about that because there just are some things that are incredibly personal and, um, you know, that you don't want to share with the world. But it was, it was that very moment that um, when I realized that I had, I had stopped, um, I had, the, the, the eating disorder, the bulimia was under control um, to to an extent, but it wasn't. It was just a moral re- reformation. It was I didn't want to be hurting anyone. I didn't want to to shame my parents or my uh, my husband. But it was the spiritual transformation that made me never and want to go back and do that again because I realized that it's 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 more than just hurting myself or even people. If I'm offending a holy God, 
with my actions because I'm not treating my body in the way that I should be, um, that is enough conviction for me because I care how I treat God. I care how God looks at me, and I want to be the best person for him that I can be. Right. I, I thank you for, for answering that because we have a dear friend of ours who is a believer as well, and she had just shared on her blog, um, I think it was about a month or about a month ago, uh, she she came out and, and told everybody saying, hey, you know what, it's time that I, I come clean with this and tell you that all my life I've been dealing with anorexia. And and um, I, I know that one of the things that I'd like to do, Stephanie, is, is get a copy of one of the autographed books and uh, send and, it to and her. Absolutely. And I, I think it'd be very helpful. And, and and of course, this is not what your entire book is about. And in fact, you know, it is about weight loss, but it is very much about, um, it, it, it's about faith. It's about just telling your story of, of where you've come from. And uh, I, I love, the, I love the, the personal details of, of hearing how you're, you came to faith as a, as a young child and, and uh, where you shared that. Um, let, let's, if we can turn to some of the faith things, you did not grow up in a Christian home. Is that correct? Correct. I started going to church when I was 12. And, and from then on, I would say fairly consistently went to church. I, I considered myself to be a believer in, um, since I've been 12 years old, but I know that I didn't start living my life for the Lord until I was probably 24, 25 years old. Right. And then, and then of course, um, what you had shared is that, uh, I think you said that your brother was an instrumental part in, in leading you to that. And in a way there was a point where he had come to faith before you did in a very big way. And the, his, his approach to you was a little off putting. And then you experienced, uh, that as well. Uh, when you had discovered a, a deep, um, conviction of faith, uh, when when sharing it with your husband. Can you elaborate on that just a little bit? Well, I wouldn't say that my brother's approach was off-putting. It uh, wasn't at all, but we definitely saw my entire family when he came to Christ. We saw a difference in him based on his the choices he would make and his actions, that he, he was truly walking the walk. Uh, but we all kind of, or at least I looked at it more from a distance. And, uh, and then when God had just been working on my heart, not being aware of it at the time, but just planting little seeds along the way. It was then when my brother had given me a book by Ray Comfort called The Way of the Master, and also having read the Left Behind series, uh, that's when it really pushed my faith into gear of wanting to understand the Bible and really know God because I wanted to know him, not just not because it was something that I was taught as a child or my parents had made that decision. I wanted to I wanted to know if it's what I believed because I believed. Um, so my my yes, my brother was a was very instrumental in that because of the books that he had given me, and um, was quite patient and kind in his uh, approach to to all of us and and any friends and family. And then you asked me about my husband, but I didn't quite. I'm sorry, I didn't quite hear the end of the question. Uh, the, the question is, um, when, when it, I'm not sure if it was, you know what, I'm probably confusing your, your video testimonial on your website, which I, I watched in entirety, uh, and is, is very, very inspirational. 
now. You can tell. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so basically, I, I want to encourage people to go to to Candace's site. We'll t- we'll mention the link. Actually, go ahead and tell us real quick, Candace. What is the link to your website? It's CandaceCameronBure.net, and my my last name's B U R E. Very good. And, uh, yeah, you can listen to the audio version or you can watch a video version. And it, and it is a very inspiring story, by the way. And so the, the, what I was talking about is, is that I, I found it very inspirational to hear um, how you had shared about um, your, your husband coming to faith and being baptized, um, you know, after, you know, I think it was a couple years of prayer. And then also talking about how your, your dad had been prayed for by your, by your mom for a very long time. And waiting, and I know we have a lot of um, folks who are married, and their spouse is not, um, they are not yet a believer. And uh, you had shared just how First Peter three one was very instrumental in, in helping you through those times. Can you elaborate on that just a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And and uh, yeah, if you do check out the website, that those stories are there, on there in its entirety. But yeah, briefly, when I when I had that light bulb moment for myself and understood my need for Christ and, and, and what he did for me, all I wanted to do was share it with my husband. He's the, you know, the most important person in my life, the closest person to me, but I didn't realize that in my enthusiasm of wanting to share Christ with him, that I, I was preaching at him and was quite obnoxious with it. And, um, it was, you know, having, been married at that time already for, for five or six years. And all of a sudden I'm changing and telling him that he needs to change. And yet we had a great marriage to start with. So it's kind of like, what's happening to my wife? And you're saying that you've, you've something great has happened with God, but all I'm seeing is that my, my wife, all she wants to do is, is tell me what I'm doing wrong all day long and what my, what I need to do to change my family. So I didn't, I didn't get that. I was just excited. Um, and so I, I did find First Peter 3 and 1 that says, Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands, so that even if they do not obey the word, they, without the word, may be won by the conduct of their wife. And right there, that verse said, Candace, be quiet. Be quiet and stop talking. You've, already, you've shared the gospel with him, and he, he knows what the gospel message is now but show him by your conduct. So that was all about, at that point, not only praying for my husband's salvation, but it was about showing him Christ through my actions, that I could be a loving and attentive and, res- and respectful wife and show him Christ that way. And so uh, through many Bible studies and just trying to work on being a better wife for him, did my husband eventually come to Christ? Not that I take credit for that. I don't, I'm not saying it that way, but it was, um, a, it, it was a big part in just closing my mouth and, and letting God do the work and not nagging him. Um, and, and also w- with my parents, I mean, my mom, I, I feel like I got off easy because I, I prayed for my husband for two years before he came to Christ. But my mom prayed for my dad for over 35 years. And my dad became a believer about seven years ago. That's awesome. It is. Um, I, wa- I want to ask, I know, um, <laughs> I feel funny. I'm quite the Twitter stalker um, of you. I love of that. Late. <laughs> I'm a Twitter stalker of many people. So awesome. I'm with God. 
<laughs> Very good. Um, so I know that you know you just um, wrapped a movie and you you were home for maybe one or two nights and then you're back in New York and and now in in Oklahoma City and um, so how difficult has it been for you to get back into now I know you've been working with you know make it or break it for a while now but being a stay at home mom for ten years and then now having all this time away from from your husband and your kids, how have you dealt with um, adjusting to that? It's not easy, I'll tell you. And I've already, uh, because when I decided to go back to work, that was one of the great things about Make It or Break It is that the schedule really allowed me to still be a stay-at-home mom because I was averaging work two to three days a week. It was a wonderful schedule. And now we're on the second season and they've written a lot more for me in the second season. And of course, I had been writing the book and I'm now doing the press for the book. And then the, I just wrapped a movie that I filmed for four weeks in Santa Fe uh, that is going to be on Fox. It's a part of Walmart and Procter & Gamble's family movie night, which I was so excited about. But it's kind of like I got on this train and the train just took <laughs> off and it's going and it's going and it's great. Um, but at the same time, I talked to my husband a couple of weeks ago and I'm like, I, I got to get off this train. I, it's great, but, but it's, you know, it won't things, stop. It, it won't stop. And so my priorities for me right now are a little bit out of balance, uh, but I'm incredibly thankful for, that, for everything that's come my way and, um, and I'm so excited about it. But there is nothing more that I'm looking forward to than to go home tonight and start baking cookies and making lunches for my kids and driving them to school and being in carpool line and going to hockey practice and, you know, ice skating lessons. It's all I want to do. And I'll, I get to, I will get to do that for the next three months and, and just be a mom. So my, my husband's incredibly supportive and a wonderful father and he's at home and has been at home with the kids since I've been out of town. Um, but we were, we've set the rules up big time. So even when I get home, that cell phone turns off and that internet goes off from four to eight o'clock and that's it. Awesome. Bed. So we have to implement those rules. And I'm the first to confess that I didn't, I wasn't doing them very well for the, for the last <laughs> couple months, but I've, I will be back on track. Back well, on track, back with boundaries. That's awesome. Carrie. Exactly. Carrie in our chat room is, and that's of course Daryl's wife who's there with you. Um, she's asking how old your kids are. I see someone writing, yay, hockey mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm just such a hockey mom. You know what's crazy? Sorry, I completely ignored the question. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I've been watching hockey for, for 15 years now because my husband was a professional hockey player. And, and now my boys are playing and I'm just now learning the rules of the game. Nice. <laughs> because there are rules in the hockey. Final, <laughs> the game's finally in slow motion with my kids. I'm like, oh, that's the blue line. That's icing. Oh, okay, I get it now. All right. Very good. Oh, yeah. It's okay. Never mind. What was the? What did you guys ask me? How old are your kids? <laughs> uh, my two boys, Max and Lev. Max is nine. Lev's eleven, and Natasha is twelve and a half. My daughter. Very cool. Hey, in your book, you said the there there was a point where it says you said the um, let's see there was a mindset that needed to be changed where wholesome foods and exercise became a necessity rather than optional. And you just mentioned that you know being out for four weeks and and all this travel and publicity and all of this other stuff, 
Um, I, I know you're not into your normal routine, but are, are you able to find any ways and can you give any tips to folks on how to maintain at least some level of physical activity and, and wholesome food eating uh, on the go? Right, because you really want to know what I ate at the Crab Shack. To- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What, but I know about have- those tacos from a few weeks ago. <laughs> oh, that's true. So it's oh, total stalker. Um, that's funny. Uh, you know what? My exercise shoes are in my bag and my gym clothes, and you just you have to find the time no matter what you're doing, where you're traveling. And I just do because I know it makes me feel that much better. I got to that point many years ago where, uh, yeah, it's, it's not optional. I don't have to think about it. I want to go exercise. I can't wait to get back home and be in my normal exercise routine. But while I'm away, I just have to find the time. And it's okay if that time is only 20 minutes. 20 minutes is better than nothing, um, you know, to hop on the treadmill or lift some weights. And, you know, eating, eating out on the road, it really isn't that difficult. I, I had a salad at the Crab Shack. I did have a crab cake on top of it, um, which has mayo and it's not the, mo- the healthiest thing in the world. But, uh, you know, dressing was on the side and I felt great about it. It's just finding those. There's always a healthy option on any menu because I don't think I've seen many menus that don't offer a salad. Right. But if you're going to pour, you know, three sides of ranch dressing on it, <laughs> problem. That's where you lose. <laughs> One of our friends asked us if we could ask you what a typical week of exercise looks for you, looks like for you when you are home. Oh yeah, I will. I'll go to my gym. You know, I, I'm like a seasonal exerciser, so depending on the season, the weather, I really change it up because I don't like to get into a rut with exercise, and I don't think that's the greatest thing for your body either. Because when you change your exercise routine. You're then exercising different muscles and it can, it can trigger um, even more weight loss or just getting tone in other areas. It's, it's really good for your body. So right now, because it's winter, um, a little colder, I am at the gym and I'll do 20 to 30 minutes of weightlifting uh, and then 30 minutes of cardio on the elliptical machine after. I don't exercise any more than an hour. That's my maximum. Uh, okay. Because I have three kids and, and working and I have a lot to do and you don't need to spend an, any more than an hour exercising. Even a half an hour is great. And if you can do that three to four times a week, you are a rock star. Um, and I'll do that. We, we're fortunate to live very close to the beach. So if it's a beautiful day, I might go for a 45-minute jog and, and that's it. I also love Pilates and if I can take an hour class, I'll do that too. But I... Try to exercise. Um, my minimum is three days a week, but if I'm having an easier, breezier week and the kids are in school and I just have errands to do, then I'll exercise five to six days that week. Awesome, that's um, that's great. What um, do you now? I just read the book, so I know that she's perfectly okay to skip a meal if she has to. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what kind what kind of snacks do you keep around or with you? Um, if any, to, to, to snack on when you're, you are out running errands all day and to keep you from those drive-thrus. Yeah. I don't even think about a drive-thru that, that neither do I would never, it would never be an option, but I know those, you know, if you do go through drive-thrus, it's, it's becomes a hard 
habit to break because they are so convenient. But once you just get out of that routine, I, it, you wouldn't even think twice about, about going through them. But snacks, um, really, I, I'll snack on almonds, maybe granola, a yogurt, fruit, veggies. Um, if I need some protein, I love to just take a couple of turkey slices with some spicy mustard and a couple of le- lettuce leaves, tomato, um, peanut butter and celery. I mean, even the stuff I pack for my kids are great snacks that I love. Excellent. Very good. Now, I noticed uh, a YouTube video that was out there to promote your book. And in that YouTube video, it showed you holding a MacBook Pro. Now, before we started recording, we were talking iPhone. So I imagine that you are an Apple Mac fan. Am I correct? Absolutely. So glad to hear that. (laughs) Total Mac girl. Have you always been a Mac fan? Always. My very first computer was an Apple when I was when I was 13 years old and it was under the Christmas tree. And I don't I don't even know that I really knew what a personal computer was at that point. But I was so excited. (laughs) I've been an Apple girl ever since. And I held out on even getting a phone that had email capability until Matt came out with one because I, I'm, I'm loyal that way. Now, I didn't put this on the question, so you're not prepared for it. But <laughs> on your iPhone, what would you say are, is your maybe favorite or favorite two or three applications that you use all the time? Oh, my favorite apps? Okay, first of all, I love the Chipotle app. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can just pre-order for myself and my kids and I just walk in and pick it up. Yes. Um, Isn't that the greatest Love that. And they and, also calculate your calories if that's something that's uh, important to you. And I know, I know you guys don't count, but Stephanie and I are, are huge cal- calorie counters. Um, I am definitely use my iPhone for tweeting and Facebook, as you know. So that is a major app. And I like my personal favorite is Echo Phone for Twitter. Okay. I also use TweetDeck. One of my favorite games that I my daughter showed me and that I completed and uh, I loved is Sally's Spa. Have you ever played that? I have not. It's really fun. It's all about time management, but you're Sally and you own a spa and then you have to accommodate the people and make sure they get their facial or their manicure and their pedicure. But there's several people that come in at the same time and they might want a massage. So you have to, but Sally's the only one that works there. So she has to coordinate everyone's schedules and I love it. That's, that's, that's awesome. cool. I'm going to have to check that out. So um, Twitter, it, how long have you been using Twitter? Uh, good question. I don't know. It, it may, I don't know how long I've been on Twitter. A year? All right. And, and <laughs> as, as somebody who has lots of people following you because of, you, you know, obviously your exposure out there as a celebrity to so many people, um, how, how, how do you view Twitter? Is it something that... Uh, is a, a part of your daily life as far as social activity to connect with friends? Um, do you follow certain people that you just, you're consistently following them? And who do you follow? I, I love Twitter. I think my husband wishes I didn't love Twitter as much as I do. Uh, he's always telling me to put my phone away. But in the, in, the, in the business that I'm in, in the industry, it's a wonderful, wonderful tool. I don't really use it to connect with personal friends, but use it to connect with fans. And this isn't something we could do really even five years ago. So I, 
I'm a social person. I'm a very outgoing person. I love that this is another way for me to connect personally with everyone out there. And, um, and so, I, you know, I use it for the tool that it is, and I'm never going to put anything on there that I, that I would be embarrassed about um, or wouldn't want anyone to know. Uh, you know, not that, not that I have secrets, but I'm just saying I, I use it as a public tool for connecting with, with, you know, people that have been supporters for a long time that I really appreciate. Well, we know that you have to go to another project. And if we don't mind, I'd like to just ask you about some of your current um, acting projects. Um, Stephanie was telling me that you were involved in a movie and now it's all coming together. But Moonlight Mistletoe uh, with Tom Arnold. And uh, I, I, I really enjoyed hearing how you and uh, you had a, an appointment with the director and Tom Arnold one day and how that went. And of course, I'll tell people to go to your website and watch the video testimonial Absolutely. to hear that story. <laughs> that was really great. But uh, tell us about some of your current acting projects uh, and starting out with uh, Make It or Break It. Yeah, well, Make It or Break It is on the ABC Family Channel. We're on our second season. It's a show about gymnastics. It follows these a group of teen girls. It's not a reality show. It's a, I mean, it's a scripted drama, but it follows these girls that are ultimately training for the Olympics. And I play Summer Van Horn, who is the co-manager of the gym where they, uh, the training facility. And uh, I do play a Christian on the show and she's kind of caught in this, it's not quite a love triangle, but she, she likes two different men that I don't know if either one are really right for her. So we're, our second Season is back up and premiering on March 28th, so hopefully you guys can check that out. And then I just finished that movie that we, that we talked about. It's called Truth Be Told. It's also starring David James Elliott, who was uh, on the show JAG for many years. And th- this is part of Walmart and Procter & Gable's family night. They've been releasing these family movie nights. This is their seventh one, so it's, su- it's such a great thing that I'm so excited to be a part of because um, it's really what I'm all about, especially being a mom. So this is a movie that you can literally sit down with your entire family, regardless if they're, you know, two years old or, you know, 102 years old. It's for everybody. Very wholesome. And uh, that will be premiering in April on the Fox Network. Awesome. That's 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 very cool. Um, I'm looking forward to watching it myself. Um, and and my daughter's um, I have my our daughters are 11 and five and both want to go back and watch make it or break it. Um, our, our five-year-old is, is a tumbler totally into gymnastics. And so we're going to go back and check that out. But I just want to say thank you so much for joining us and, and letting us chat with you. I will continue to Twitter stalk you <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and find out what's going on. And, and from the, I, I don't like to say from the bottom of my heart, from the entire of my heart, thank you for writing this book. It has touched my life and my family in a tremendous way. Uh, well, you're very welcome. And thank you. Thank you for, for that and sharing that. And um, that's what, what it's all about for me. So I hope it encourages people and inspires people. And, um, and I just thanks, guys, for a great interview. It was really fun. Well, there you go, folks. That is our interview with uh, Candace Cameron Beret. That was awesome that was having awesome. her on here. It was. So uh, we have an announcement. By the way, this I'm like excited to tears right now. I just <laughs> I feel like I feel like such a little kid. 
Well, that's awesome. I'm I'm excited that you had this opportunity because you guys don't know. Well, you do know (laughs) if you've been watching for a while, you know just how much of an impact this book really has had on Stephanie. And that is not an exaggeration. Matter of fact, we hadn't even we didn't even have an inkling of an idea beyond what was it like more than a week ago or two, I think 10 that, days ago is yeah. the first I concept that this might even be a possibility I'm pretty sure it was it was under 10 days ago so exactly but you've been reading unfolded, this book all month long yeah I started this book um at the beginning of January and um really is I'm I'm not kidding when I tell you it has reshaped my mind and my heart and my spirit and in in doing such is reshaping my family and um it i just i'm a, i'm a little speechless right now which Very doesn't cool. happen to me often well but. i'll tell you what um uh, we want to encourage you guys if you want to oh by the way thank you to mardell thank uh, you so much not only are they the sponsor of our podcast which by the way you can uh use promo code gspn in the shopping cart over at com, and uh you get 10 percent off of your order and you also, it's a great way to say thank you to them for sponsoring the show. But also, our good friend Daryl Darnell, who uh, is is our representative over there at Mardell, he's the one who actually set all this up for us and made all of this possible. He, um Candace was just going to be doing some book signings there at the home office at, at Mardell Incorporated. And as a result of that, what, Stephanie? Um, no, go ahead. Okay, you're like pointing at me. Saying, I get two, right? Uh, oh yeah, Stephanie. Before I announce this, Stephanie wants to go to the <laughs> I store. Go get mine before you. You'd be, yeah, so Stephanie, go and do this. Hurry before we make this announcement. Go, keep talking. I'm working All on right. it. So anyway, what was I saying? Was I saying something? You were saying oh, so that Daryl. Yeah. So, so Daryl knew that Stephanie was, uh, you know, very excited about this book. We've been talking about it, and both in full time mom and family from the heart here. And uh, when he had heard that and, you know, Candace was supposed to do a special, you know, maybe an interview with Daryl and they were going to put it on their site. He's like, you know what, why don't we instead of doing that here, why don't we give this interview to Cliff and Stephanie over at Family from the Heart? And that's how awesome Mardell.com is when it comes to our relationship with them. And we are so thankful to Mardell. Is this where I put GSPN? Yes, it is. This is the first time I've ever purchased something myself. I know. I always do it for Cliff you. Cliff always does it for me. So, so. Hurry, hurry up because I'm I want to tell them right now. Go ahead and say it. Go ahead. All right. So here's the deal. Uh, there is another arrangement that's been made. Candace is going to be signing, autographing 25 books that are going to be set aside and reserved for gspn.tv, Family from the Heart, Um community members only and the first 25 people and now 23 <laughs> once a gift <laughs> all right so the because yes we're going to send one to our friend of ours uh but any which man we have to figure out that postage going international but anyway yeah, we'll get it yeah we'll take care of it so uh the next 23 people <laughs> that use promo code gspn in the shopping cart will get not just the book but they'll get an autographed copy of the book from Candace. So you do have to buy the book. Just head over to, in fact, go to mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash G-S-P-N. The book is featured there. And um, What's your login? And then, uh, I, I don't know. I'm going to continue to check out without a login. No, don't. You have to go back. Anyway. Go ahead. No, no I'm going to pause. Hold oh, on. my goodness. All right. She got logged in. All right. So anyway, um, 
Yeah, so go, if you want to get an autographed copy of the book, the first 25 people to use promo code GSPN will get an autographed copy. All right, so um, I'll tell you what, the other thing I want to let you know is, um, well, we'll just be back next week with a normal show. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'll tell you what, we, we don't need to go on and on. Uh, we want to say thank you to everybody who was able to join us live today, and if you haven't done so already, do us a favor, head over to gspncommunity.com and sign up and participate in our new online community site. Uh, things are hopping over there. I think, if I'm not mistaken, we may have just broken the 200 member mark over at gspncommunity.com. If not, we will probably this afternoon. Uh, again, you can follow Candice on Twitter. Uh, she is Candice C. Bure, B-U-R-E. Uh, B-U-R-E, yes. Yep, that got it. And uh, anyway, you can follow her. She's Candice C. Beret on Twitter. And we will put links to her site and also that video testimonial in the show notes for familyfromtheheart.com. Episode number, what is this? 146? 146. All right. And of course, until next time, we encourage you to join, join the, the community. community.